Mark Zuckerberg studies the book of Genesis with a rabbi and in his latest podcast answers some questions about God and the meaning of life, okay? This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. So let's jump into this. This is from Lex Friedman's podcast. If you guys don't know who Lex Friedman is, he's a podcaster. I, I, initially, I discovered him on on a the Joe Rogan, from the Joe Rogan podcast. And so we're going to be jumping into this conversation. Shout out to the online Patreon community. You guys are who fund all of this and make us, uh, make us, allow us to do cool stuff and make sure the tech is on point. All right, so let's jump into this. Human. Maybe, but I mean, but it was an intentional decision to not focus on our philanthropy on like explicitly on longevity or living forever. Yes. <sighs> if Yo, <laughs> His pacing is hilarious. Bro. <sighs> At the moment of your death, and by the way, I like that uh, the lights went out when we started talking about death. You get to uh, meet. It does God. make it a lot more dramatic. It does. <laughs> As you get closer to the mic. At the moment of your death, you get to meet God, and you, you get to ask one question. What question would you like to ask? First of all, that's a great question from Lex Friedman. Yeah. If you get to meet God at the end of your life and you get to ask him one question, what question would you ask? That's a good question. He's a good podcaster. He's great. Yeah, yeah. he's very thoughtful. Or maybe a whole conversation. I don't know. It's up to you. It's more dramatic when it's just one question. Well, if it's only one question and I died. <laughs> if? Is he saying he's not sure if he's ever going to die? Yeah, that's a weird if. <laughs> if, if, if. I'm working on some stuff here. I would just want to know that Priscilla and my family, like if they were going to be okay, that might depend on the circumstances of my death. But I think that in most circumstances that I can think of, that's probably the main thing that I would care about. Now, mm. is he, is he, is he talking about financially? Okay. Yeah. What does okay mean? I think, I think, I think we all okay. know they're going to be financially. <laughs> okay. So. Hey Mark, you got, the, you're fine. You're going to be fine. Yeah. Maybe he's saying emotionally okay. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah, maybe that. Maybe. Yeah, I think God would hear that question and be like, "All right, fine, you get in. That's that's the right that's the right question <laughs> to ask." Is it? Is it? I don't know. <laughs> the humility and selfishness. Well, it, it, all right, you're you're in. I mean, but <laughs> well, maybe. they're gonna be fine. Don't worry, you're okay. in. But I mean, one of the things that I think you str I struggle with at least is, on the one hand, that's probably the most, the thing that's closest to me and maybe the most common human experience, but. I don't know, one of the things that I, I just struggle with in terms of running this large enterprise is like, should the thing that I care more about be that responsibility? And I think it's shifted over time. I mean, like before I really had a family, that was like the only thing I cared about. And I this is this is great because he's saying, should the thing that I care the most about, it sounds like he's saying, should it be that my contribution or what he thinks his contribution is to the world, which is, he's going to say connecting the world. I'm going to say distracting the world. Oof. That's neither here nor there, you know? <laughs> but he's, he, he's, he's wrestling through this idea of the innate desire 
in us to work and create. Yeah. And and then the ambition that men have versus being anchored by our family and our loved ones and like the meaning of that instead mm-hmm. of the work. Is it all worth it? Like, what does it all mean at the end? Yeah. It reminds me of the verse, one of my favorite verses, which is, your life is like the morning fog. It will come, it will go. Sheesh! And that is nuts because it, it puts this finite mm. time on, or, or like this finite kind of amount of responsibility you actually have. Like, you're not really getting much done. Yeah. You're yeah. not really doing much. Yes. And yeah. so it, there's this juxtaposition of like, there's this juxtaposition of like, you have a very small amount of time. So the things that truly matter is probably relationship, family, friend, and then living for the Great Commission, right? Serving God, like ultimately, that's the biggest thing. That's good. But then, but then someone dies in your life Mm -hmm. and you actually only have, like you kind of just keep it pushing. That's dark. I'm serious. Like like the homie died and it's like, dag, like take a weekend. Mm And then you're like back to work. Mm-hmm. And so that's also this weird comparison to, to the curse of man. Mm, yeah. You know, so, it's, and it's like, I think God has clearly built us to work. Yeah. And, and there's some, a lot of value in that, providing for your family. Mm-hmm. So it, it's also not, I'm just going to go chill on the beach and hang out with my friends because that's all that matters. Life is like the morning fog. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I, uh, I was listening to this this little Dicky interview um, with a million dollars worth of game, and may- maybe we could react to that later. Mm-hmm. And he talks about how you know he got it. He goes to school. He's like graduates at the top of his class. Then he like figures out a way to be a good rapper. He takes his bar mitzvah money, spends six thousand dollars, gets a studio, drops a bunch of money on music videos, has five months of content, blows up. Then he drops in to. Oh, Kickstarter raised one hundred ten thousand dollars as an independent rapper. Kickstarter, like this is like ten years ago. Yeah. Then he drops his album. Then he has a Billboard hit. Now he's doing the thing that he the the first or second thing he always wanted to do, which is comedy. He has his own show. He's a filmmaker. He wants to do a movie. You know, it's taking him ten months out of the year to do this this little dicky show. Where it's called Dave. Yeah. And he's like, I have, uh, I haven't put out an album since twenty fifteen. My core rap fan base is mad at me. But I want to make films and, and all, all this stuff. And then he's like, but like, that's not the meaning of life at mm. the end of it all. Yeah. You know, like if, you, if he achieves this incredible level of greatness as a filmmaker and TV showrunner and all this com- comedy sketch writer and musician, he still thinks he's going to make better music, yada, yada, yada. And he's like, but like. I say like that. He still what? thinks he's gonna make better music. Well, but he does. Anyways. He really okay. believes that he's going to make. Yeah, yeah. He's going. He thinks he's going to. I don't know if he's going to go down as one of the greatest artists ever. Yeah, that's, that's what, what he, he thinks. Sees. Yeah. But then again, I mean, like, who knows? Like, is Post Malone gonna be one of the greatest artists ever? Like, who's actually gonna hold that title? You know. So if he's thinking that of himself, and then he's also, but like, but he's like, but this isn't. He literally goes, but this isn't a healthy way to live. Wow. I know this isn't a healthy and sustainable way to live. So we all wrestle with this tension. We all wrestle with the tension of, or I do. I can't specifically all is yeah, an absolute yeah. statement. When I'm working, I feel guilty for not spending time with my family. But when I'm spending time with my family, I feel guilty for not working. Ah, you know, yes, it's weird. Yeah, we humans are weird. You get, you get, you get this ability to uh, impact millions of lives, and it's definitely something. Billions of lives is something you care about. But the the the, the weird humans that are closest to us. 
those are the ones that um, mean the most. And I suppose that's the dream of the metaverse is to connect, form small groups like that where you can have those intimate relationships. Let me ask you the big... This man's so altruistic about the metaverse. Yeah. As if it's not going to keep people away from the friends they love and have yes. access to and just be in a screen. Yeah, I think he's saying you have this opportunity to impact billions of lives. I think you have he has the opportunity to impact or to uh, affect billions of lives. Yep. You only get an opportunity to impact a couple lives. You it's don't good. get you don't get a lot. It's a good take. You know what I'm saying? So like he he can make Facebook, yeah. but then some people join you know, extreme groups yep, yep, yep. because of the thing. Yep. And it wasn't like you didn't impact their life. You affected it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's so, so it's like you really just created a product. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. Want to be able to be close, not just based on who you happen to be next to. I think that's what the internet is already doing is allowing you to spend more of your time, not physically proximate. I mean, I, I always think when you think about the, is that a good thing though? <laughs> I was thinking about that. Is that a good thing? Like, Sure, but does that get in the way of you spending time with the people who are close yeah. or not dealing with the people who are close that shouldn't be close? And so then you're just engaged in escaping. Yeah, and I, I was thinking, I'm like, what if the I could be like transported into the studio mm -hmm. for our exact amount of time that, mm -hmm. that we work and whatever, but then when I took off the metaverse goggles or whatever we're doing, using, uh -huh. I'm like in my farm in Tennessee or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that still isn't, even though like I get to, it's like the best of both worlds, it isn't a way to live because mm -hmm. you still miss the human interaction involved right. in your day-to-day. -day. You're completely right. neglecting that side of things. Correct. The metaverse, people ask this question about the real world. It's like, do you, the virtual world versus the real world. And it's like, no, the, the real world is a combination of the virtual world and the physical world. But I think over time, as we get more technology, the physical world is becoming less of a percent of the real world. And... I think that that opens up a lot of opportunities for people because you know you can you can work in different places you can you know, stay more close to stay closer to people who are in different places. Yeah, I think that's good. Removing barriers of geography and then barriers of language. That's, yeah, that's that's a beautiful vision. Big ridiculous question: What do you think is the meaning of life? <laughs> I love I love the long awkward yo, pause. Yo, it's so long. And the in the blinks. Yo, it's so long. Keep playing it. I think that will so <laughs> Bro, are you serious? Are you serious? I love it. That's what a billion dollars gets you, bro. You can just chill when someone asks you a question. Yeah. You're like, I'm gonna think about what I gotta do tomorrow and the right. next day. Right, 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 and right. then I'll think about your question for a second and then I'll answer. That's crazy. Uh, there are probably a couple of different ways that that I would go with this. But I think it gets back to this last question that we talked about about the duality between you have the people around you who you care the most about. And then there's like this bigger thing that maybe you're building. Um, and I, I think that in my own life, I mean, I, I sort of think about this tension, but I mean, look, I mean, I started this whole company and my life's work is around human connection. So um, I think it's- Yeah, the 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 story he tells himself yeah, about man. what he does is awesome. Bro. It's crazy. It's, it, 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 it's, it makes me go, man. I can I gotta keep growing in self awareness. Yes, because you're. He really thinks he's like, you know. I always say this: like we, most of our jobs are just BS jobs. Uh -huh. Like, if something were to happen, the grid goes down. Mark Zuckerberg doesn't have a billion dollars. He's kind of like he might be able to pivot to a newspaper, you know. But like, 
generally speaking, our jobs are very uh, luxury. Yeah. Well, <laughs> intellectually, probably the thing that I go to first is just that human connection is the meaning. And I, I mean, I think that it's a thing that our society probably systematically undervalues. I mean, I just remember, you know, when I was growing up and in in school, you know, it's like, do your homework and then go play with your friends after. And it's like, no, well, what if, what if playing with your friends is the point? <laughs> like that sounds like an argument your daughter's making. <laughs> well, I mean, That's, I don't know. I just, I just like think it's interesting. Doesn't even matter. How about, how about the Lex roast? <laughs> yeah. That sounds like an argument your daughters would make. <laughs> you goober. And well, well, I think it's interesting because it's you know, there's a a rabbi who I've studied with who who kind of gave me this. We, we were talking through Genesis and the the Bible and the Torah, and um, and they're basically walking through. It's like so. Kudos to him for studying the Bible. Yeah, That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I wonder what that's like. What do you mean? Like, I just would love to peek in and like, what oh, is yeah. what is what is Mark Zuck in a Bible study like? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, okay, a Torah, you go through a the, study. the seven days of, of of creation, and um, and it's basically it's like, why does the Bible start there? Right, it's like it could have started anywhere, right, in terms of like how to live. Um, but basically, it starts with talking about how God created people in His her image. <laughs> Mark, come on! Why are you misgendering God, my guy? Not, not good. He's like, man, I'm sitting with this rabbi. We're studying the Bible. Yeah, what does a rabbi say? Yeah, and, and I'm sure the rabbi is not co-signing the rabbi. He <laughs> rabbi's her. not woke, bro. Yeah, he heard. <laughs> like, come on, bro. But he 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 goes on to make a good point. But it's like this, like um. I, I was listening to that PBD Charlie Kirk interview, mm -hmm. and he talks about how most people in the West, when they talk about God, still placate to like very like liberal language. Yeah. Instead of just saying the thing, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And how and that's why uh, they were specifically talking about Andrew Tate finding Islam more appealing, you know. But that's why folks who are not of the Christian faith or of the Judeo-Christian faith yeah. tend to, you know, kind of strike out on this, like, very his or her. Like, I wonder how many Facebook employ employees would have quit if he didn't say her in that. I don't think anybody would have quit. I think this no, is but, just an overcorrection, bro. I know, but what, what, like, what if it does have, like, it leaks, like, I don't think so. Did you hear that boss said him when I, you're talking about God? Yeah, no, I don't think so. I don't think at all. Hmm. I don't think at all. I think, I think this is just, <laughs> this is just the language that he's accustomed to using in these sorts of situations. Yeah. But the Bible starts by talking about how God created everything. So I actually think that there's like a, a compelling argument that I think I've always just found meaningful and inspiring that a lot of the point of what sort of religion has been telling us that we should do is to create. That's, a, that's an interesting theme he has of religion inspires and encourages us to create things mm -hmm. i like that yeah i think there's something to that yeah i think it's i think it's valid i mean i think as uh as christians we talk about that a lot even on the master youtube live channel mm -hmm. talking about how uh you know our god is a creator and so us creating things is right. reflecting his image right to just take that mm -hmm. is a little is a little like all right, all right yeah like god did open with creating the world yes if you if you were as impacted 
about the other things in the Bible. Like there's a lot of stuff in the Bible. Yeah. If you were as impacted by all the other things in the Bible, your right. life would change. Yeah. And you wouldn't just think that it's all about creating. But yeah. well, but I, it is it is true. It is true. And but but it is true. And he's also coming from a Jewish perspective. Which, yeah. if we consider what makes the Christian faith unique, is that it's not just God wants you to create things. There's that too, but that it's that God wants to be known and wants to know you, mm-hmm. and there's a relational, covenantal aspect to it that's beyond just rule keeping and executing. Yeah, which is that's good. Like you should rule keep and you should think and you should execute, but you should also want a desire to know God and make him known as well. Yeah. Right? It goes back to the Great Commission. The fact that he's thinking about these sorts of things, I think, is a huge W. The he or her, I think, was a massive <laughs> L that I just was like, bro, just say what you mean. It's so subtle, too. It's very just, subtle. It's like a drive-by. Yeah. Yeah. If you can, make sure you're subscribed. Make sure the bell notification is on so you don't miss anything. And if you want to go the extra mile and partner with us for as little as $5 a month to keep us independent and answering only to you... So that we don't have to take any brand deals ever and make goofy commercials like these, head on over and join our online community. Our friends at GenuCell Skincare have exciting news to celebrate in 2023. Using Manscaped during my showers after workout has given me much more confidence. And that's where Mudwater comes in. True Classic has got your back. All thanks to the sponsor of today's video, SayMine.com. Established titles is your opportunity to earn the title of Laird or Lady. Objective credit approval rates range from 7.99% APR to 19.99% APR, including 0.50% auto pay discount. If you don't want us to make ads with brands you don't care about, sign up for our online community for as little as five dollars a month to keep us independent and ultimately answering to you as our boss you get all sorts of benefits like daily replays of our after party streams exclusive access to our discord community and early access to our podcast interviews all starting for only five dollars a month